This is your first time listening. Welcome to Sincerely Me. My name is Khadija and I will be your host. you guys but i've had a very exhausting week and uh, it's currently 11 10 p.m and i'm just getting around to recording this because i've had no time to myself whatsoever this entire week i'm in the middle of a three-day conference that i have to attend and i'm not really a conference attending kind of girl but honestly it's been very educating on the dentistry level of my life and um but really, uh, I'm I'm getting off topic. Have you ever felt like super drained um, that you don't really know where to begin to get your, yourself back on track? So this is how I've been feeling lately. And this is why I've decided to do this episode. And if you've clicked on, you know that we are talking about the five pillars of well-being today. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear like motorcycles in the back. Um, for some reason, I feel like delivery guys go all around our house, especially at this time during the weekend. So sorry about that. Anywho, today we're talking about the five pillars of well-being. And I feel like this is a very foreign concept, the, the entire concept of well-being in general, because people feel like, what the hell is well-being? Like you're healthy you're not sick so that means you're well no no that's just one side of well-being and we're gonna discuss all five of them right now so basically the five pillars of well-being are physical well-being mental and emotional well-being financial well-being social well-being and spiritual well-being so i'm gonna try to keep today's episode short because all my name and i really don't want to make them up and i also need to get to bed because they still have to attend lectures tomorrow so today's episode is kind of a gentle reminder to everyone myself included to check in with ourselves every once in a while and check in on all five aspects and see where we're lacking and where we need to recharge ourselves so i'm going to start by the obvious pillar which is physical well-being and needless to say we really have to pay attention to our bodies like how are you actually feeling is there some kind of pain you've been ignoring like is there like a certain back pain you've been ignoring do your knees hurt do you feel like you're you sprained something when you were working out and you're just ignoring it for some reason do you constantly have like unexplained headaches are you okay are you tense is this like a tension headache um did you not get enough sleep are you 
I don't know, do you, do you get migraines or something? Like there has to be a physical explanation for anything that you're feeling physically or else it's probably brought on to you by something that's psychological, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. So do you actually ignore your physical needs or are you paying attention to your body and are you tending to your body? Are you getting the, the rest that you need to recharge? That's an important question that I feel like most of us are like on autopilot that we have to do things all the time without really thinking, oh, but I can't do this right now because I didn't get enough sleep. You just don't get enough sleep and then you're on autopilot the next morning and you're ready to charge and by the end of the week, you're so fucking drained. I feel like for me, when this happens, I'm like, I question everything. Is this worth it? Is everything I'm doing worth the amount of exhaustion I'm in at the end of the day or at the end of the week. So for physical well-being, that's a really important question. So obviously, <laughs> I'm not gonna like give out m medicinal or like health advice or whatever. I'm not a doctor. I am a dentist though. So if you haven't visited your dentist recently, I really think that you should. And I'm not advertising for myself, even though um, hit me up if you want to come. But <laughs> like, really, um, you would be surprised the amount of impact your dental health actually has on your overall health. And I feel like that's something that's largely overlooked by like everyone in the world. And especially in Egypt, like we don't really have the whole or not. Well, it's not everyone. I don't want to generalize, but like the majority of people, I will say, don't have the concept of check-ins or check-ups or follow-ups or all that. Like you guys really need to visit your dentist every six months. Like you need to get a checkup. Honestly, there's a lot of shit you don't know. So you also need to get like regular physical checkups, like do your blood work and you know, find out shit and stuff, you know, whatever. I'm just saying that you really need to tend to your body. So obviously eat well as much as you can. Move your body as much as you can, even if it's like a little bit. Like walk up and down the stairs. Don't take the elevator. Park a little bit far away so you can just like get in a few extra steps when you're walking home. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do that make your overall physical well-being better obviously set short-term goals like this has been the thing I've been preaching since I started the podcast and by the way I don't really have a goal for next week because I just want to get some rest <laughs> obviously since we're on the uh, topic of physical well-being I really need to get some rest but I do have like a small teeny tiny little goal which is to Uh, get to my workout sessions and I do plan to do yoga like next Saturday I hope I'm not too tired by then but anywho obviously set your short-term term goals and um, track your steps track your progress and this is important I'm not gonna like say this a billion times but it is really important that you guys need to understand myself included of course that when you screw up it does not mean that you failed. We only fail when we stop trying altogether. So if you screw up, that's okay. Start over and it's not the end of the world. So there you go. 
Moving on to the second pillar of well-being, which is your mental and emotional well-being. And everyone already knows this by now. Your emotional and physical well-being are directly connected. Like, your emotions and your feelings and your mental state, they directly affect your body, whether you like it or not. Like, you could be stressed and you keep swearing to yourself that, no, you got under control, you're not stressed, but then your hair is falling out. I've had this happen to me um maybe when i was in like my fifth year of university maybe before that but like there are a lot of things that could go wrong in your body physically when you're unwell mentally and emotionally so you have to pay attention to your feelings and your emotions and you don't have to act all tough all the time you know it's okay to ask for help if you don't feel comfortable you know seeking out therapy or whatever talk to someone who's trusted like a friend or a family member but honestly you should try therapy if you feel like you need it if you feel like it's something that you're up for because it really does help and really give yourself the time to process things when they happen um so let's say you've been through a very stressful period of time or you've experienced some sort of traumatizing event or you've had to deal with like this huge change in your life whether it's on like a personal level or like a professional level or whatever it is you've experienced like something that is very difficult to process you don't rush yourself through it and pretend like this is the way that you're gonna get out of it because that's just avoidance So you got to give yourself the time to process stuff when they happen and deal with them head on because otherwise you're just going to suppress all that stuff and it's going to, well, excuse my language, but it's going to come back and bite you in the ass eventually. So you don't want that. Pillar number three of your well-being, which is financial well-being. And um, (laughs) financial shit is yet another stress-causing factor and when I talk about financial well-being it's something that I need to work on personally as a human being um I'm the worst when it comes to anything financial really I'm shitty with numbers overall and I don't know how to save one pound if even my if my life depended on it like a lot of times I, be, I go out of the house with like zero cash on me and it's completely reckless and <laughs> very irresponsible but Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about financial well-being. Financial security and well-being is a major factor in your overall feelings of safety and comfort and independence. And honestly, with the massive inflation that the entire world is going through and like here in Egypt with like prices skyrocketing, I don't know, like a million times a year. So... I feel like financial security is something that everyone is kind of struggling with right now. And I know that for a fact, this is one major cause of stress. So again, we're going to link your financial well-being back to your mental and emotional well-being and back to your physical well-being. Because when you're stressed about money, um, your emotions are affected. And when your emotions are affected, your body is affected. So it's all kind of linked. So we want to, you know find a really good balance here between everything so that we're overall satisfied in life and we feel that our well-being is being served at least like 
I'm going to say 70%, okay? So, I uh, looked a few tips that I hope I can be able to implement in my life. So, thought I'd share them with you guys. So, I think that we need to try building the habit of saving a fixed percentage of our salaries every month so that we have savings and maybe like put them in like a separate card or you know put them like just keep them somewhere safe where you don't spend them and maybe forget they exist until you actually like need them for emergencies or whatever and maybe like okay we all have debt in our credit cards and shit and I really wish it wasn't the case but we all have credit cards and we all have to pay them off so we kind of like I feel like we kind of need to create a plan like a debt paying off plan kind of thing I don't know how to do that but I feel like if you also like take out a fixed amount of money every month or so and like dedicate that to paying off your debt and not really spend as much from your credit cards things will kind of balance out eventually and when you do have like the chance and some extra money look into investing into something that's worth your while and worth your money that will kind of you know bring back some extra cash over the long run i don't know it's just an idea i'm not really uh, a financial guru i don't really know what i'm talking about i'm still gonna try to work on these things i feel maybe starting my next salary because i'm kind of broke right now but we'll see Pillar number four, which is social well-being. And I feel like social well-being is something that has been ignored for most of our lives because people are like, you don't really need to hang out with friends and you don't need to socialize, but people just socialize because they want to and not because they need it. But no, I feel like having a genuine support system and social circle is essential for, again maintaining your mental and emotional sanity because without like genuine people in your life you're not going to be able to function you can't live your entire life alone you're never going to thrive and you're never going to get anywhere like I understand independence and I understand people wanting to spend some alone time and people preferring solitude every now and then that's good but you also need to have people that you depend on and Social is not just for your friends, like your family is social well-being as well. So you got to start noticing the people you surround yourself with because honestly, who are you spending your time with? Are they adding to your character? Are they possibly making you a better human being or are they dragging you down? Are they constantly um, giving you negative vibes and like spreading all this negative energy around you are they you know non-productive people are they doing things that you don't want to be doing or are they hanging out with other people that maybe you don't want to be hanging out with these are things that you really have to notice and I understand that sometimes you're just so used to the people that you hang out with that it just sounds really difficult and feels really hard to move on from some people and find new ones but to be completely honest if people are not serving your overall well-being if they're not serving you as a human being 
you got to let them go. A small, great quality social circle is much, much better than like a million phony friends. You don't want people around you that don't really value you and your well-being. So, I mean, take my words with a grain of salt, but really think about it. You know, maybe it'll click for you at one point. I also think that we should spend more quality time with um, family and like close friends because quality time is very um, underrated. And, you know, if you take a trip together and you experience things, you're more likely to open up and you can talk more and you're going to bond more. And when you experience things together, there's just always going to be that bond. Like people you travel with, there are always going to be like those memories. So when you get together, like after a year, two years, three years, you can always reminisce on those memories and try to recreate them and maybe like go on more trips and stuff. These are things that add to your life experience and add to your entire overall well-being. You know, when you travel with people, it gives you a new outlook on life and new things to talk about and new adventures. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here because it's really late and I'm just trying to get through this. Pillar number five, which is spiritual well-being. And when I say spiritual, I don't mean religious. (laughs) I mean, spirituality to you can be religious practices, but spiritual is whatever you need to do to bring yourself inner peace. So spiritual well-being can be in a religious sense if that's what brings you peace it can be praying, it could be uh, reading your Quran or your Bible or whatever holy book. Or it can be um, meditation. Praying can also be meditation if you actually, you know, if you actually practice proper praying, you'll find that praying is meditation. I feel like praying is one of my forms of meditation but anyway it could be any kind of meditation whether it's like guided meditation or if you know how to like just sit still and be one with yourself that's good too um it could be yoga it could be grounding yourself walking barefoot on like the beach in the sand or in the grass it could be breathing you could do like breath work and breathing exercises it could be reading it could be writing it could be charity work spiritual well-being can be anything that gives you a sense of purpose i hope that makes sense (laughs) i feel like i'm going like on a really deeper level here but okay whatever you need to do that gives you inner peace and makes you feel like you're giving back to this world and it makes you feel fulfilled and it makes you have a sense of purpose in life that's what brings you spiritual well-being It's your understanding of the world and beyond it. I hope this makes sense. I feel like it's really... But anyways, so whatever your beliefs, your values, whatever fills your heart and soul, whatever calms your senses, whatever enriches you as a human being, do more of that. Now we have a little barking break. I hope you can hear Arya barking at pedestrians for no reason. This is what I have to live with. 
and we're back so like i said today's episode isn't gonna be too long it's just very general it's a gentle reminder to check in with ourselves and make sure that we're at least checking a box or two in every pillar of our well-being because i feel like we most certainly overlook more than one or two like we just pretend that we're feeling okay to move things along and I don't feel like that's a very mindful way to be living our lives. So the five pillars of well-being are not all or nothing. Rather, we are all a constant work in progress, always striving to thrive. So tend to yourself, take care of yourself, recharge every aspect of your well-being from time to time because a healthier you is a happier you and a happier you is a better you, obviously. So... (laughs) Do it for you and do it for you alone. So please don't ignore nafsak nafsak just to move things along. You just need to check in with yourself and be really honest. And when you feel like you need to do more of something for any pillar of your, your well-being, don't ignore it. Because when you have good health and when your mental state and emotional state are in a state of calmness and when you're balanced and when you have a good social circle or a good connection with your family to fall back on and when you have some money saved for the future, like for emergencies and when you feel like your soul is recharged and you have at least some inner peace i think that's when you can truly be the best version of yourself i don't know we'll see so that's all for today i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode it's a little on the shorter side i feel like that's gonna be it for some people Ari's barking again, but I'm not even going to bother to stop this time. So if you like this, please leave a rating and a review. I really hope someone does that for me. Thank you. Um, also reach out to me if you want to talk about anything or if you want me to talk about anything. Um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I will have the links in the show notes. Uh, and that's it. Thank you. Sincerely me.